What's up, Bud? What's up? BJ, Oon, Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah, we did. Now you don't have to. No, you don't. Well, actually, you might want to watch some of what we're going to talk about on yeah, today's episode. You might. Um, we're going to watch it, not just for you, Buds, but for our own enjoyment. Yeah. Because it's going to be dope. But we'll get there. Let's yeah. start off, as so always, with news and rumors. Yeah, so we got some news and rumors this week. Um, so I'm going to start off with a couple uh, non-wrestling related. I'm just stoked for them rumors. Um, to we'll be call this BJ's Stoked Corner. Um, <laughs> I like that. Write that down. Yeah. Uh, Seriously, you don't want to forget yeah, that, man. Make a note of that. BJ's Stoked Corner. Anyway. Uh, that so, means i got to get my old thing now, damn it. Be creative again. <laughs> Um, green, green. Daryl's green corner. No, greener, green is not a creative color. Daryl, right? Darryl's You've learned that. Daryl's green corner. Um, so, so the first thing is, um, after my not my least favorite album, I'd say my least favorite album by the Gorillas, mm-hmm. uh, they released a new new song this week and announced a new album coming June 29th. And the song's Humility. Go check it out if you haven't, because it's fucking dope. I enjoyed it. And, uh... It's as dope as Samoa Joe. You know, I'm just excited. The Maybe video was dope, too, with Jack Black playing Yeah, some Jack Black, some uh, Ace from the Gangrene Gang. Yes. From, Yeah, um, you told me about that earlier. I said that right the first time. You got That's it, dude. That's, that is good. Um, good job, man. Yeah, so... Brother. But yeah, and I'm stoked because it's supposed to be all 2D except for two songs. And right. one of those songs is Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I still think <clears throat> his song is one of their most underrated songs. Mm-hmm. Plastic Beach. Yeah. yeah. That's one of my personal favorite Gorilla songs. Yeah, me too. Um, it's not my fa- I don't know what my favorite is. Yeah. It's too hard to say. It might honestly yeah, be Clint Eastwood, but I don't know. Nah, um, I don't know. I like when Shat- the when Shatner did the mm-hmm. Monkey Island or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's one. That was favorites. cool. Um, and then other news: they re- have a, we have a release date of October second for yeah. Mega Man Eleven. Eleven. Um, I'm a huge Mega Man fan. I'm. It looks good. It looks good. I. I think the animation will grow. Yeah, the animation I'm a little worried about. It looks too too nice. Too polished. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, but the gameplay looks awesome. The new mechanic I'm excited to play with. Uh, it's going to be dope. So that's how we segue into video game slash wrestling uh, news. Okay. Um, <clears throat> in uh, Street Fighter is getting a new character. Um, if you didn't see this this week... Kenny, I didn't make this note. I was like, oh, you got the same note as me. You dig. But no, this no. is different. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Kenny Omega. I'm glad you remembered. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega is going to be voicing a new character. Yes, he is. Called Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, who, ironically enough, looks just like Cody Rhodes. Yes. If you have seen, there's a about two and a half minute trailer. Makes Omega Omega look like a badass. Isn't he from <laughs> a, a fighting series? Isn't he a real Cody? character? Yeah, isn't that a real character who's I'm, honestly <clears throat> no relation to Cody and just happens to look similar? I'm not sure. I think he Where is. Where he comes from. He He's like a mayor of something in something. whatever game it is. I can yeah. be wrong. But, and no, yeah, I know that sounds right. But, but it's either not way, the, it's not one of those I ever played. Not a fighting right. series, uh, uh, like a side-scrolling brawler, something, like a double dragon, more like modern, that. yeah, like a three D double dragon. Yeah. But I'm excited for that type game. Um, well, dude. then this is a good time for me to go mm-hmm. into my wrestling slash nerd okay. obsession. Uh, uh-huh. I currently have a new nerd obsession, which was an old nerd obsession of mine, which is Dungeons and Dragons. Not that mm-hmm. I'm playing. I enjoy listening and watching other people play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And I saw on Twitch today that coming to the Up Up Down Down channel on Twitch TV and probably YouTube.com more mm-hmm. prominently, I would guess he's more... I don't think he's on Twitch, now I think about it. YouTube. Uh, Ember Moon and Xavier Woods are going to be presenting a D&D show. Really? The other name I've seen signed up for it so far is mm. a guy who goes on Twitter by Mmm Gorgeous. 
Mr. Tyler Breeze. Oh my god. If him and Fandango D&D with Ember Moon and Xavier Woods. Yeah. That's a good segues. All the segues, man. I'm sorry, but... This This is why, see? Like, instead of Adventure Time, I would be watching that all the time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There would be no more Adventure Time. Um, Sorry, guys, but... Right. Yeah. Um... Alright, so let's get to a little controversial subject this week. I'm gonna cross these off. Mr. One, uh, Enzo Amore. Mm-hmm. Um, real one. Real one. He can't, he has can't, released. He can't be. Adventure Zone? Yeah, what I say? Adventure, Adventure Time? time. Um, oh, my bad. Thank Adventure you, Time's dope, too. Adventure Zone. Sorry. <laughs> Adventure Zone. I was just um, thinking, I was... Adventure Time is dope too, but that's not Adventure what you're talking Time about. Is dope too, I was looking at my notes and didn't even catch head. it. Yeah. I just, and I was like, it just Oops. Adventure Time. Uh, yeah. Adventure so, Zone. Adventure yeah. Zone. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you, Sorry. Drips. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Drips. No, thank you. Because uh, I would have never caught it. Now we don't have to redact ourselves <clears throat> next week. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, Enzo released a music video. Um, which ties in with the first thing I said. Uh, did you listen and watch oh, it? Of course I did. Jesus. <laughs> now, I only watched the video on my phone, so uh-huh. there's that. I didn't watch it on I mean, TV or still, anything. I've listened, I've listened to the song three times. Yeah. Oddly enough. I've listened to it twice. Well, once I heard it, when you told uh-huh. me about it, I've listened to it instantly. Yeah. And then I watched the video at lunch on my lunch mm-hmm. break. And then I actually listened to, they cut out from one of Jim Cornette's uh, podcasts, uh-huh. a clip of him listening to, watching the video, and oh, wow, reacting live, like as he's oh, watching nice. it. Of course, it's fantastic. That has to be hilarious. It's worth watching. Yeah. I recommend it. And um, as much as I don't agree with Jim Cornette's opinion, 75% of the time, uh-huh. I love listening to Jim Cornette, because he's so passionate about it yeah. that you can't help but not respect that. Um, In my opinion, yeah, but when yeah, anyone, that was that when was anyone st- tries to use the phrase, you know, grab my consensual penis. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> That's my before favorite. I looked up the lyrics to it, which uh-huh. also they do on Cornette's thing, which is also okay. hilarious. It's worth check. You gotta check that. Yeah. Um. Actually, I'm probably send you a link even yeah. after the. If I I won't remember by then. We won't. Um. So the first time I listened to it in my office. I just had it. Maybe when you're editing, you'll remember. Maybe I was just playing it and not, uh-huh. you know, thinking anything of it, and um, and, and I'm, it's, you know, I'm listening to it or whatever. And the only thing I hear through the entire first song, for like the only words I understood, was consensual <laughs> penis. And I'm like, yeah, I might need to go close my office door. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was. It was not good. No, it was not good like, at all. He was fast. But he had no flow or rhythm. Right. And then sometimes he's just screaming. And then sometimes he's just talking. <clears throat> the beat was not anything special. It wasn't Beats by Dre, that's for sure. That's for damn sure. Alright, what else you got? Hit me. News um, and rumors. I have... You've yet to cross any off oh. of my list this week, unlike last week when you knocked all of them off. Nice. So, what else you got? Um, the uh, Double Iconics. I don't have this either. Sweet. Okay, nice. I don't even know um, this. I don't know what you're going to tell me. Okay. Hit me. The Double Iconics are supposedly in line for a big push here soon. Sweet. Women's Tag Team Champions? Uh, more... think more lay cool is what I'm seeing, or what I saw. I don't know um, what that means. I don't remember where... Oh yeah, that's right. You I didn't watch, watch that. I don't. Okay. Know. I don't so, even know who lay cool is. I assume Michelle was, McCool and, and someone else. Layla. Who's Layla? Layla's the, like, mixed girl. What did um, she do? From, she was part of Lay Cool. That's it? With, yeah, pretty uh, much. Okay, I'll look her up. But they were the co-women's champions. Maybe if I see a picture. Yeah. Oh, how does that work, though? Okay. They broke I'm the belt I'm interested in, in this concept. They broke the belt in half. Oh, I don't like that. I mean, was it the butterfly belt? No. Was this was still the old women's yeah. championship? Um, the one yeah. that, like, Trish wore? And yeah. Lita? Okay. Yeah. It was that one. Um, but they were like best friends. Is it friends. Layla just like Layla the song Layla? Yeah. Layla. Layla WWE. There yeah. we go. Um, Layla L? Yeah. Her. Um, 
But yeah, so they broke that belt in half. They were both. They were. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen co co champions because they were like best friends. And so, oh yeah, she was in, in two thousand six, seven, eight. Yeah, I didn't like. <sighs> yeah. Um. Oh no, she was there until twenty fifteen. She was still when I started watching. <laughs> I don't recognize anyway. this woman. I don't know. All right, anyways, it anyway, doesn't matter. It's, life so, is not worth much. Right. But, um, so anyway, because apparently their merchandise sales were higher than anyone expected. I thought you were like, going to say than anyone, like, on the roster, and I'm like, no, what? but than anyone expected. That's good, um, then. So that's why they're Are there any pushed. numbers? Of course, there's not there's any not numbers. There's not numbers yet. Um, Do we know how I mean, well compared to anybody else? Anything? They didn't really say. Just big enough to garner them a large push coming up. Good. So that'll be fine. That's how. That's see. That's how it's supposed to be. Their merchandise is selling. That right. means people want to sell them. So you push them up the card because yeah. that's what people want. Exactly. And people will show up. And if their merchandise goes up, goes down, and someone else comes up, that means you right. start pushing that guy because yeah. that's who they want to see now. Unless it doesn't it's seem an ugly like shirt. a formula. Unless it's just a really ugly shirt. Well, I mean, then that's their fault for their creative team creating shit shirts. When yeah, look at some of the dope shirts WWE has. Oh, yeah. But then I go look at guys like, uh, like if you looked at the any of the shirts they talk about on eighty three weeks, no, they were actually really cool looking shirts, dude. Yeah, I mean I go on like pro wrestling tees and stuff every once. Like in a while. any wrestlers have some of the coolest shirts. Mm-hmm. That's because that's how they make a lot of their money. Exactly. Um, all right. So, what else you got? Hit us. I have hit us. Hit the buds up. Um, oh, there was a New York Post. Uh, um, article. Okay. Saying that uh, Rollins is the star that WWE needs. Like he can be that top star to put them out there into the next level again. Um, I mean, I think he's uh, yeah. he proved it once. They made him a chicken shit heel. Mm-hmm. He's proven it again. Yeah. They're not making him a chicken shit heel. He right. can be heel. And like the problem is, they're just yeah, the guy's right there. They're just pushing the wrong guy from the shield. Like, Seth Rollins. They have it all the time. They weren't mm-hmm. pushing Ambrose when he was hot. They right. waited until he had cooled off to push him. It's it's the whole problem they've had since the beginning of time. Yeah. I mean, look at it. Macho Man and Hogan. Macho Man could wrestle. Hogan couldn't. They pushed Hogan. They pushed Hogan. And Macho Man pushed properly could have been a bigger star than Hogan, in my opinion. Like, he could have been that movie star. He could have been in Thunder in Paradise. I don't know. I do. I'm not sure about that one. I mean, it wouldn't have made any of those things better or worse at the same time. But, I mean, and then you had... But, I mean, cream of the crop, man. You had Bret Hart and Shawn... Well, Shawn Michaels could wrestle. Cup of coffee in the morning. You know, you always had that dynamic. You know, the Randy Orton and John Cena... Yeah. Like. I don't know why, but I thought you were going to say Randy Orton Christian. Randy Orton and Christian, yes. It's my favorite feud ever, I think. Yeah. Um, But no, I think I agree with him. Like, he. They're going to Fox. They need a face Mm -hmm. on Fox. I think you make Rollins that face on. Rollins and AJ Styles need to be running SmackDown Mm -hmm. this time next year. They're your faces. You got mm-hmm. uh, Miz and Joe as your heels over there. Yep. So you've already got your two superstars over there. Right. And that leaves you with Roman Reigns and Braun on Raw. And who are the big heels over there right now? Kevin Owens and... Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Because... If they, if they do it right, they can actually push Jinder up into a top three, four heel spot on yeah. Raw right now. Yeah. Especially against Roman. Easily against Roman. Easily against Roman. Alright, so what else you got? Um, News rumors. We're going to get into... Uh, News and rumors. Alright, so... Oh. Okay, so we're going to get into... One thing that will go into two things. Anyway. Okay. Um. So, Brandy Rhodes... Mm-hmm. Has come out and said that... Someone on Twitter had asked her... That uh, um, 
what's her favorite wrestler on the card for okay. All In. Oh. And okay. she said one that's not announced yet. Nice. Yeah. So. Flipcourt. Is it, yeah, is she talking about Flip? Because she's tagging with them <coughs> and their friends and blah, blah, blah. I hope so. Or is it one of these two men? C. CM Punk. CM Punk, uh, as we said last week, started his trial this week. Um, and they got him to state under oath what the CM stands for. Chick Magnet. Chick Magnet. Uh, That's on my notes here somewhere. Right. On that one crossed um, Yeah. That, I, I just love that it's now under oath that CM, CM stands for Chick, Chick Magnet. Magnet. And... <laughs> You know, AJ is just pissed. <laughs> like, she probably knows, but still. Oh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. What if she didn't know? And he never thought anything of yeah, it and didn't think it would come true. up. That's true. Because, I mean, she just Why probably... Why did that even come up? What did that have to do with anything? It was, like, right at the beginning of his career somewhere, and... He but I mean, like, like I understand that part uh, of it. I mean, why did this come up under oath? Like, who cares what does the CM stand for in a fictional character's name? I mean, it's the wrestling lawsuit, but this is about yeah, Phil and right. the WWE. But that's his name. I get it, but it, what's it matter? That'd be like, why Earthquake? Right. Why's your name Earthquake, bro? Yeah. It's a dumb name, saying. bro. Actually, right. it's a good name, but yeah. it's a great name. And Anything then, else? I got a couple when you're done. Yeah, I got... I have, uh, okay, mine are some more rumors than I have news. But, two more. Okay, mine are more um, rumors, but go. There was another one that um, Daniel Bryan has still not re-signed I've a heard contract. That. Yeah, I've heard that. And, um... He technically could still be at all He in. could technically... Like, if Maybe that's who Brandy's talking about. I know, right? Between, you know, could be one of those two. Or Flip. Here's the thing. Do you think he goes... Um, here's, here's what I saw someone say, I forget who, um, but he, if he loves wrestling, he goes, if he loves money, he stays. Because they're never going to push, in WWE, they're never going to push him and trust him at that top level ever again for Daniel an extended Brian period Brian makes more money going out than he does staying. I don't know. They offer him a lot of money. Like, I think they offer him a lot of money. But then I they guess do, it depends on don't do pay much him. with him. They do, like, fucking Bret Hart, where, you know, yeah. they get not much, yeah, gets six million a year job. for, right, <clears throat> oh god. In the water. But, yeah, could you imagine... Maybe. But see, the only problem with that is, what if, what if that's the threat? Is we hold they're holding off the Miz until after he resigns. I don't want him to go to the Indies if I don't get him versus the Miz first. That's my biggest problem. Yes, Miz is never leaving WWE. No, no, he's has it too good there. Well, not only that, too but he's there. so ingrained that when he's done, there's hundreds of things a man can do backstage. Yeah. He could be an announcer. He could be a color commentator. Oh, yeah. He'd be really good at it. All right, so what's your um, last one then? I have one more. Um, so it has been uh, said that SmackDown Live will be live on Fridays. Did I write that down or not? Um, I did not write that yeah. down. I knew so that. So it will be live on Fridays, yep. which uh, this is um, friend Justin. Saw him earlier today. Graduated told him about that. Uh, but we saw him, or he brought up, what's that do to Mania weekend? Do you move, do you now go Thursday through Monday? Hall of Fame Thursday, SmackDown Friday, TakeOver Saturday, Mania Sunday, Raw Monday? No. No. You switched the Hall of Fame, unfortunately, in NXT. Dude, you can't do... Okay. You can't do... SmackDown, which is now the A-Show. Right. NXT, WrestleMania, and then Raw, which is the A-Show. Right. Remember how tired we were at Raw? 
Yeah. You can't. There's no fucking way you're getting through all that. <clears throat> right. That's too much. Well, that's I mean, too much back to back to back to back wrestling. Yeah. I mean, it's the same amount. It's just what days you do them. It's breaking, you cut out it's Tuesday breaking it up. It's breaking it up with the Hall of Fame though over the weekend. Right. You're putting the Hall of Fame on Saturday, so you get wrestling, right. wrestling, not wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. That's true. Well, that's I mean, the only yeah. reason. Yeah. I don't want to see NXT on Thursday any more than you do, but I already right. watch it on Wednesdays. Right. Actually, it's not even true. I don't get to watch it on Wednesdays because I have band practice on Wednesday. Right. And I don't have band practice on Thursday, so I could watch it on a Thursday. Right. I don't need to see the regular show live. But all right, uh, rumors. I got the rumors. You had the news. I got the rumors. This works out pretty well. There's not many this week. Alicia Fox is scheduled to return. Uh, No real word on when, if she's going to be used on TV or anything, but she's scheduled to start showing up backstage again. Nice. Um, I'm okay with it. I was starting to really dig her character before. Before she got hurt. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what she hurt, honestly. Doesn't matter. I don't know. Her butt. Maybe. I don't know. Broken tailbone. Broken tailbone. Yeah, I'm fine with her coming back. I'd be interested to see her doing stuff yeah. again. She's still in role? I think so. I, I mean, know. they didn't mention her, so... Probably. Probably. Uh, although I think something like that, you might be able to go back wherever they need That's you. That's true. Creatively. Um, Raw needs just help. I guess this is news and not a rumor because this was confirmed that uh, Nikki Bella was interviewed somewhere or another by someone or another and confirmed that her and John Cena are working on things. Yeah, I don't care. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I also um, saw another thing that it's it's not as worked as we thought. Okay. It's actually mostly based in reality. It's just mm-hmm. been stretched out a bit to yeah. make it more dramatic for TV. Like, the duration of these things and yeah. how dramatic things went down and what really happened has been blown out of proportion a bit. Yeah. But there really was a riff. They really <clears throat> did decide to delay the wedding, but I don't mm-hmm. guess they ever really broke up. That's the rumor part of the story. Right. So it wasn't... They didn't do it for TV ratings, but TV ratings took advantage of the situation, I guess, is the way to put it. I mean, money, man. Money. Yeah, I get it. Um, rumors are, and I mean, this does not surprise me at this point, but Lesnar will not be seen, nor will his next title reign be until SummerSlam, and he won't be seen until the build-up. Um. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, I'm not. I mean, that's exactly what I expected. Uh, however, the fun part is rumors are one of the top guys they're looking at that they're seriously talking about being his opponent at SummerSlam. We just talked about him a little bit ago. When Mr. Burn It Down, Seth yeah. freaking Rollins. <clears throat> um, I would watch that. All day, every day. Give uh, give Elias this IC title mm-hmm. and yeah. have Seth. Fuck it, Seth can win money in the bank even. <laughs> I'd still rather see the Miz no, win at the end of the day, I no, think, I at this I point. Too. Or Finn Balor. Or, yeah. Or my Braun Strowman idea from... I wish you would have yeah. said that like a couple sentences later because that would have been a perfect time. If I get tying in, Braun Strowman, Ember Moon, that's the next two people I want to talk about. Okay. Here's why. Ever since we went to Progress in 2017, mm-hmm. I've been trying to read less spoilers. Um, yeah. I have not checked uh, the odds in I don't know how long. Yeah. It's early enough now I felt comfortable checking the odds today. Uh-huh. Ember Moon and Braun Strowman are the current favorites to win Money in the Bank. Okay. Um, the same article within, you know, where they showed them, stated that Strowman seems the most likely to change as WWE is still very high on the idea of somebody from SmackDown winning the men's and women's winning the, or women's being from the Raw roster this right. year. That makes sense with yeah. With the way the landscape lies with mm-hmm. what wrestlers are on what brands and everything, and who has what championships, right. I think it makes more sense for and SmackDown women, to win the men. Right. And the women's was on SmackDown last year. Like all year. I damn near. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Are you you're cool with Strowman and Ember um, Moon winning? Yeah. If both of those women won, you'd be alright with it? Both of those women. Or both of those people. (laughs) Strowman's definitely not a woman. Strowman is going to kick your ass, dude. Five grand, I'm down. I'm down. (laughs) Bring it, Braun Strowman. Uh, You can kick my ass for five grand. Yeah. I'm... 
within the rules of Ember winning. I I want to wait a little bit before they pull the trigger. Her mic skills still need a little bit of work, but that gives her something to to practice holding on to and And to to talk talk about about and to promote. I mean, she's got experience holding belts. She's been in the most champion, but I mean on the main roster and Vince maybe you know is like a because he does that with people. He did it with Edge. He did it with. Dolph, he did yeah. it with, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. with the money in the bank. That's what it is. Exactly. So, I mean, it makes sense with Ember. I would. I'm yeah. not against it. I'm and just. Ho- it worked with Carmella. I mean, look at it her now. Very well. I'm um, not against it, but as I've stated on this podcast, like the yeah. last five or six episodes, it because it's be taking forever, I prefer him. But that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean faces are bad. Right. Faces can be utilized right with the money in the bank briefcase. Exactly. Um, last one, mm-hmm. last last uh, rumor, rumor. Uh, Keith Lee to be introduced to take over Chicago. Front row, dude. Probably be one of the front row introductions. Yeah, I mean, I, I for one, I will bask in his glory. So, who do you uh, current you know NXT landscape you know, layout roster? Yeah, I want him in Lars. First real feud. I want him in Lars. First, first real feud? You yeah. just want to get it out of the way right off the bat? Yeah. Sound out swinging? Because Lars isn't winning the title, so... Yeah. I'm fine with it, too. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. I was just... I, yeah. Putting I, like, the pressure on to see if I can make you... No, that's... That's right there. It. I'm with you, though, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then I think they could have a great match. Yeah. I think, um... As, as weird as it is for me to say this, I think, actually, Lars could learn some stuff from Keith. I, I do, too. I do too. Lars can teach Keith more about the WDE's W. Yeah, their system, and Keith can ter- teach. They just him keep it's something genius NXT's doing right now. They keep it doing it. Look, they're t- <clears throat> you got you got a uh, homegrown uh, mm-hmm. Velveteen Dream mm-hmm. going up against out right. outside Indies guy Ricochet. Yeah, again exactly. another example. They teach each other. Exactly, it's beautiful how it works there. It is, and. Also, and I probably should have said this on the NXT segment, but I just want to throw this in real quick before Mm -hmm. we move right on along to the next thing. Uh I really like the the graphics that NXT uses for their matches and the sound effects where, like, Mm -hmm. the wrestlers' pictures are there like they are, you know, so they're moving or whatever. And things are, like, moving around them, and it's, like, making these little ding, 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 noises and things, things, like, championship. Like it used to back in the day. And it's really neat to see. It's not the just plain generic Strowman. Right. The only cool thing about that is if I can't remember how to spell the wrestler's name when I'm taking notes down, I can just wait for it to show on the Titan Tron because it's guaranteed to be on every wrestler's Titan Tron. And it's also guaranteed that you'd have a good time sending us comments at BudsWW on Twitter. And, uh... Guaranteed. Yeah. We'll enjoy it. Guaranteed. I guarantee BJ and I will enjoy us. Yeah. Us. You. On the Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Hey, I figured out today that if you leave us comments on CastBox... Uh Uh-huh. I know how to get those now and read them. And that's where we're most listened to out of anywhere is on CastBox. Nice. So if you guys want to leave us a comment, leave us a heart. We have some of them already, and we appreciate those hearts on the CastBox. thank you. I think those are likes. Thank you. We heart you, too. We like you, too, buds. Yeah, if you want to leave us comments, ask us questions, Mm. suggest things we should watch or review. Uh, Yeah. Suggest. Or whatever. Tell us if you like us. Don't like us. Fuck off. And, uh, you know, if you want to send us an email instead, that's budsww at gmail.com. Great. Gmail. You can uh, send, if you'd rather just send something to BJ directly, that's B double E J 2004. You're going to make me spell yours, huh? <laughs> uh, and his is Daryl Guns, which is D A double R E double L underscore guns I say the underscore is important because the Daryl guns without it is not my Twitter account yeah don't go to him that guy's a dick actually that guy doesn't exist Oh, it's an old account that I don't know the email or anything, so I can't. Yeah, don't go to that. To get into, so I can't get that. Right, don't go to that. That guy's a dick. I'll get an email <laughs> notification that you sent something to that account uh-huh. on an but account that I check like it. once every six months, but yeah. I'll never be able to see what your response was. Yeah, don't, dude. They're gonna fucking fill that shit up. That'd be funny. <laughs> That'd be next great. time I check that email account, yeah. it's like Twitter sent you with eight thousand notifications. Eight thousand. So guys, actually do that that's your uh, for the week. Actually, if you do that, if you guys send me that many tweets, 
I would be able to get certified under that account, get my account unlocked by Twitter. That's true. And then I can have both of my accounts back. You could. And I could rename one of them. Right. You can merge them. Jimmy Johns. You can merge them like, you know, the Universal should be with yeah. Yeah. something else. Magic. Um, magic. <laughs> right. It's always speaking magic, of, bro. Speaking of magic, um, next weekend we get Dominion. Mm. Uh New Japan's oh, yeah, I didn't show. have a note, and I forgot about Dominion. Yeah. Um, We're totally good So, there's only that. been five matches announced so far, which means the other matches are going to be your six-man, eight-man, 50-man, whatevers. You know? Ladder matches. Ladder matches. I wish. Japanese um, buzzsaw death match. They very rarely do ladder matches in Japan. They rarely, very rarely do... Anything Japanese buzzsaw death matches That's too, true. but there's always time for one. Um, so we're it's like gonna jello. we're gonna make some uh, predictions. There's like I said over these five matches, we might as well one, two, three, four, five. Um, so we'll start at the bottom, go to the top. Um, so the first match, we'll Number make one. two predictions on this. Okay. First of all, it's gonna be a returning Mister Rey Mysterio. Versus a mystery opponent. So, um. Shall I'm enough about New Japan storylines and those? Will Ospreay. I was gonna say, I'm. I'm my I want to see Will Ospreay. Yeah, my guess is it's gonna be Ospreay. Wasn't that who he was supposed to face before? I'm pretty and he sure. was hurt and scroll fell down? Yeah, so. Yeah, that's like what that. I thought. So that's so, my. I'm going with Ospreay. Yeah, I'm, I'm right picking now. Ospreay also, and I'm picking Ospreay to win. Ospreay, same. Um. This has to be that passing of the torch I, to the next big Kruger Zerweight type. And moment. he's obviously that guy with Ricochet yeah. being in WWE now. Exactly. And actually, Ricochet might and weigh I, a little bit over. He might weigh over 205. He's got some yeah. muscle. Like, he's right. a strong motherfucker. That's true, yeah. You saw him pick up D-Jack with that fucking... Yeah. And D-Jack's core fucking muscles to be able to stretch himself out to help him with that? Yeah, Holy that was ridiculous. Those two guys are fucking dope. I feel like um, they're going to underutilize D-Jack, though. Alright. Next we have the Never Open Weight Championship. Okay. Excuse me. Open Weight Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh Goto mm-hmm. versus Elgin versus Tai Chi. Goto is the champion. I think Goto retains. Yeah, I agree. Um Goto I'm not a big I'm just writing mine down so I remember. I'm not a big fan of Elgin's and He's alright, but Yeah. Um Goto's definitely my favorite of the three. Yeah. Next, we have uh, the heavyweight tag team championship match. Yes. Of One's Evil and Sonata Mm -hmm. as the champions versus the Young Bucks. Who you got? This is maybe one of the harder ones. I'm going to go with the Young Bucks. Okay. I'm going. I'm saying Evil and Sonata. Keep See, that's the thing. I think they're going to too, but I want the Young Bucks to win. Yeah, this is their first time though. This is their first shot. Right. This is their first heavyweight title shot, right? Yes. Now I'm going to go with Evil. Yeah. I want to stick with them. They're going to retain. Yeah, it's the first one. I think. Yeah, they need that's to their have first a, shot. They're going to lose this. They time. need to have like a hero's journey to the. Agree. They need to start back at the bottom and work their way up. Yeah, because they're too new in the heavyweight division. They just made that change what, earlier this calendar year, right? Or was that late last year? Either way, it's been less yeah. than a year since they I moved think it up. Was, it was Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. So it was yeah. the fourth. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Two more matches. Number four. Two more. Number four. Uh, Intercontinental Championship match. Naito versus Chris Jericho. Naito. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The last time I predicted um, him to win, he lost. Yeah, that's true. But he retains this time. Jericho can't come back full time. He's still got too much Fozzy stuff going on. Yeah, but... He could be fighting at the Long Beach show. Or he could be announced for All In. When's the Long Beach show? Or... When's the Long Beach show? July. So, like, I'm on. That's possible. I still think it's right. Gonna, I, I mean, I do too. I'm just saying he could right show up. 
He could show up at All In, too. He could, yeah. Who knows? I, actually, I think he said he's got a concert that day. Oh, really? Which is why he's not there. Uh, or why they didn't ask him to be there, because he could booked or something. I think I, he said that on one of his podcasts. I could even, yeah, that might have been WrestleMania, or Greatest... No, he was at the Greatest Rumble. I don't know. That could have been yeah. something else, but... Is that story? What's number five, then? Um, number five... Two out of three falls match. Mm-hmm. For... The uh, New Japan World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Okada versus Omega 4. I think Omega finally gets it. <clears throat> I do too. I, I think he knows all three falls as well. You. And I think the whole match mm-hmm. is going to go over an hour for all three falls. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I could see it pushing too. Like, honestly. I was thinking more like an hour and a half. I could see, yeah, 90 to 100. Mid 100, maybe. Yeah. Possible. Um, It should be... I mean, the only match I, I that's announced right now that I'm looking forward to as much as this mm-hmm. is Ricochet and Dream. Yeah, me too. These are like the next two matches. That Actually, all these, all three of those, including the Intercontinental. Yeah, that's going to be a really good I'm, match, too. Because, like, as far as Japanese wrestlers goes, Okada and Omega are right... Or Okada and Naito are, are right, right on the same, level. On the same yep. level to me. Yep. And I could watch some form of those four guys that we just mentioned mm-hmm. to... Wrestle. They just take turns wrestling each other at every yeah. show for the next million years. Well, they're not gonna live for a million years. Maybe. You never know, dude. We're not in the future yet. Right. I mean, it's the future now. It's the future. Every second's the future from where we just were. It's true. In fact, when I finish the sentence that I'm speaking right now, it will be the future, especially compared to where we were when I started the sentence. That's true. That was okay. also a lot of sentences. So. That was a lot of sentences. Um, so, 97. Number 97. In case you buds are new, this is your first listen. This will uh, maybe make you want to head back and check out the others. This is number 97 of 100 on a countdown of Bleacher Report's top 100 wrestlers of all time. And here at number 97, we have Mr. <coughs> Ricky Morton, as I think BJ already said. Yeah, so... And uh, as normal here, the format is the wrestlers, or the matches, we we review our matches chronologically. Mm -hmm. Both of BJ's happen to be before both of mine. Right. So, I believe your singles match is first. Singles, yep. Singles, then tag. And mine's the same, singles and then tag. So, BJ, the floor is yours. Let's hear about your singles match. Um, When was this from? So, this was from Houston Mm -hmm. in uh, July 2nd, 1982. Oh, it was a I wasn't two. Even born yet. It was a two out of three falls match. Okay, neat. With a one minute rest in between, so like I liked that. That is kind of neat. It made it very a little different. Um, and I was actually thinking about this with the whole. What what promotion was this for? Sorry. Um, I did not see. It so was on like YouTube. That's Texas. All. Yeah, it was in Houston. So I think it was like just Texas a small Texas Houston promotion. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it was just a well, this is probably early, early, early in their careers, too. Yeah. When did they start? Well, not... Re- this is... Okay. Well, I didn't even say who it was yet. Uh, oh, so, yeah, it was Ricky Morton, obviously. But, yeah, it was Young and Ricky Morton's career mm-hmm. versus Nick Bockwinkel. Mm. Which, so, you're getting a little older. Yeah, he's older career. at that point, right? He's at 82. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... That's right. I forgot that's who you said he fought. Yeah. So, um, it was interesting. Like I said, I like the one minute in between. It was cool because the commercials... If WrestleMania was on all two out of three falls matches, they could just do oh, commercials, commercials between the falls and the falls matches for a minute, and then and that's how you put it on broadcast TV. Yep. Let's <laughs> see. The um, first ever broadcast WrestleMania, right. where every match is two out of three falls. That's not even true. You just do it in between matches. Yeah, you have a commercial, true. but yeah. Um, and then, that's how they do it at the Super Bowl. They don't cut the action to do right. a commercial. They do I the know. commercial. Which what irritates me about Raw and SmackDown. Right. I know. You figure it's that ridiculous. shit out on sports games, why can't you figure the shit out in wrestling? Yeah. Wrestling's even scripted, bitches. Right. It's fucking shit um, But this match, okay, so this match, I watched it on YouTube. It didn't even have an announcer. Okay. Um, but it was still really good. 
Like there was, they had great, great chain wrestling back and forth. Um, so Ricky, he was playing the his baby face underdog uh, role pretty well. Um, so the falls were a little um, non-climactic. Okay. Like, um, so the first one was, yeah, he was trying to get, trying to get, he had the upper hand, but Ricky Morton had the upper hand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, Winkle. who's the heel and who's the face? I didn't ask that. Ricky Morton. I he's, just said. He's he was the face. The, yeah, he was the baby I face I missed underdog. that, I'm sorry. Yeah, he was playing the baby face underdog. Okay. And I got then, underdog. Uh, yeah, I, didn't, and, I should have put that together. That yeah. Heels never an underdog. Sorry. No, yeah. It's late. I'm tired. It is fine. Um, <laughs> so. See, maybe fuck up. Uh, but he got. He finally got the upper hand. He got the upper hand. And then he went for like a springboard off the second turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. And missed. Okay. And then pin, Bachwinkle pinned him after he missed that. And that was like, enough so, to get three That count? was enough to get a three count oh, for shitty. the first fall. So then it goes to the... Um, Shitty finish for a good match. Yeah, exactly. Like. Yeah, I it was that. good back and forth. And then... So that's the first fall. Okay. Oh, and before this, I didn't even realize it was two out of three falls. I was okay. like... At first, I was pissed. I was like, that was a shitty match. And then it said two out of three falls. I'm like, oh, okay. That's better. At least. So the second fall we get, and um, <clears throat> Morton looked really good during the second one. Like, okay. this is... The second fall was definitely his his best parts um you know yeah good back and forth he was hitting some big moves mm-hmm. um and then again the fall he just a roll up he got a roll up on Bachwinkle and won I mean that was popular in the 80s yeah, yeah. um I've then, seen a lot of 80s right. matches in with roll ups and oh, yeah different horseshit especially like two second out of two out of three right balls. that's the most anticlimactic of all three of them unless it happens to win the match in those rare situations where a two out of three falls doesn't go to the third yeah okay so anyways um oh wait no that was wrong oh no he did take a pile driver for the first one for oh, the okay. first fall. Well, he I took a pile Especially in the 80s, the first man. Fall. That's a finisher. For yeah. Sure. That one he took. And then a, pile. And then a roll up. Then the roll up, which was okay. shitty. So then and the, then. Alright, so then. Minute break. Ricky got. Um, he had Nick down in the figure four. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, for some reason, like. Nick kept going for the ropes, and the ref kept kicking his hand off the ropes. Yeah, and wouldn't let him grab him. And then... But also didn't break the hole? Right. Right. Because I don't know why. It didn't make sense. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but then... Then the referee got distracted for a second and went over to the other side. And then he, like, actually grabbed the ropes and then he made him break the hole. <laughs> so I don't know what went on there. That's weird. Yeah. I don't get that. Okay. Yeah. And then... Fine. Fair yeah. And then, um, yeah, then they go back and forth for a little bit, and then that's when Ricky goes for the flying crossbody in the corner. Okay. That's what he does. Yeah, he goes for a flying crossbody in the corner, misses, and takes the pin and loses. loses. Okay. And so it makes it even worse because that was the third fall. Right. It sounds so, like the DDT should have been the third one and not the or, first one. Yeah, the pile driver. Or the pile driver, yeah, yeah. sorry. Okay. So, but it was it was a pretty good match. I really. It sounded good, it. actually. Yeah. yeah. Minus the like the falls. Um, right. Right. Okay. So yeah, that sounded pretty good. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then the second match I watched was, um, WC from WCW main event, February eighteenth, nineteen ninety. Okay. It was the Rock and Roll Express. Which is Ricky Morton and Bobby Gibson. I know that guy, that, that Robert yeah. Gibson guy. And uh, versus we already have enough Bobbies. He's Robert versus Gibson. two of four horsemen. Uh, oh, yep. Arn Anderson and Ric Flair. Woo! Um, starts off. Uh, exchange or Ricky was in most of this match, I'd say, and he was um, taking blows back and forth with Flair. Uh, really nice head scissor takedown which shocked me for 1990 like it was a really good 
I mean, yeah, you didn't see a lot of that in the '90s. No. Not in the early, early '90s. No. It seems like that started getting more popular in like maybe '95, '96 right. when like the some of the people, luchadors were breaking through. Yeah, to me, the only people at this point that were probably doing that was Rock and Roll Express and the Rockers, like Max Moon, Max Moon, and obviously the Headshakers, maybe Sin Cara, Sin Cara. Um, I really like. There was a good another. Uh, he put Ric Flair in his own figure four. That was a neat moment. Morton did um, or Morton Gibson did. did? Morton did. Seems yeah. like a recurring theme for him. Yeah. He must like the figure four. He might. He used um, it in both matches I watched too. So. Yeah, mine too. So it must And they be... were pivotal story points of the matches as well, mm-hmm. both of them. Yeah. This one wasn't as pivotal. It was just kind of neat because it was Flair's versus his. Yeah, that's a lot. And, you know. It's actually the same mine, cool. I guess. The singles match, it was more pivotal. Than, yeah. But anyways. Um, and then... And then we oh, and then what made it even cooler because then Gibson did it to Arn. Okay. And so all four of them, yeah. And then uh, Flair took advantage, finally got advantage over Ricky. And then the Rock and Roll Express got upper hand again, and there was they did their double drop kick. Mm-hmm. That was that's a thing of beauty right there. Like they're they had a good just, one. Yeah. The Rockers had a really good mm-hmm. double drop kick. Who was it? There was I feel like there was a team in the late nineties. Um The Head Shrinkers. Uh, maybe. Or the not the The, the Headbangers, I mean. Did the Headbangers? No, they did the Mosh Pit thing where they like Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, sandwiched them. I can't remember. But yeah, it was really good. And then, um, Typhoon and Earthquake. Basically, then Ricky gets double teamed for a little bit. That's gross. Knock picks it. Knock, <laughs> knock Gibson over. That's too much double teaming for me, BJ. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> that's what you get in tag team wrestling. But, mm-hmm. um, no, it was re- those were both so far, um, I guess my review on both of them is they're the two best matches I've watched so far through this. Okay. Uh, by far. Mm-hmm. Um, they, he belongs on this list probably even further up and knowing what the next one is, I can already tell you that he's probably going to leapfrog him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, so that's he's, my uh, opinion. To just start mine off, yeah, he's definitely mm-hmm. my number one at this point too, and he definitely should be ahead of number uh, whatever ninety six. Yeah, um, and I'm sure he should be a few more spots than that. Mm-hmm. Um, the first match you watched was in eighty two. Eighty two. The last one I watched was in ninety six. Right. I enjoyed what they were doing in ninety six. As much as you seem to enjoy the match you watched in 82. Nice. That's a long time yeah. to be relevant. And the thing is, they're still 14 going. years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched... Actually, for the buds out there, a little, mm-hmm. I'm going to share a little tidbit of information. I actually like took time to do some research for this episode. And I wanted a very specific match, and I found it. And the match I found took place... On WCW, I believe it was also a main event. I didn't write that down, but I'm pretty sure it was. From July 14th, 1991. And this match was Richard Morton. They called him Richard. Nice. Um, with Alexandra York <clears throat> taking on one Robert Gibson. Okay, nice. That's why I chose it. I wanted to nice. see those two fight each other. Yeah. That's exactly what you expect from... Uh, just legendary tag team having a one-on-one mm-hmm. match. It's what you'd expect from Edge and Christian. Yeah. It's what you got from Sean and Jannetty, because I'm sorry, but the best matches Jannetty had were with Shawn Michaels oh, for yeah. his solo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of who else you had the same kind of um, fights. But, I mean, you know what I mean. A great mm-hmm. tag team when they feud with each other. Oh, yeah. Those matches are because they know each other so well. And you could tell, these guys were doing spots the guys like the Young Bucks would do in their match that Cornette bitches about now killing the business. And this is a tag team I've heard talk very highly about Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Express. Right. <sighs> what? Who knows? How is it okay when they were doing it? <clears throat> like, they did a move that was exactly like choreographed flipping mm-hmm. to a spot where they stopped looking at each other. It just wasn't as over the top as they do today. But it was the exact same thing, more or less. 
How I don't know what the difference is. But yeah, cornet's cornet. So anyway, so Gibson comes down first. Uh, Morton comes out with Alexander York, the direct executive director of the York Foundation. Okay. I didn't look into it. I don't know. It's an yeah. opportunity for the buds to educate us here. Yeah, Tell us about go. the York. Now, they did mention Mr. Hughes, the security director mm-hmm. for the York Foundation, was okay. conspicuous by his absence. Spoiler alert, he never shows up. Okay. Or at least in this match, so yeah. I didn't watch the whole card. Right. Um, Could be an ongoing story. Gibson runs out and starts the match on the ramp. Mm-hmm. And remember, this is 91 WCW, so this is the mm-hmm. ramp that's all the way up at elevation with the ringside. Okay. All the way back to the entryway, yeah. and then it's a okay. drop-off down, and then the ra- ramp and the fans. Mm-hmm. So it's that old one, like, mm-hmm. ah, so dope. Um, so the match starts, and instantly Morton's playing chicken shit heel, but not, like, overdoing it. It's just here and there, he's just... He's not, I guess chicken shit's not right. He's more playing the cool, calm, elusive, I'm just going to roll out of the ring and make you wait for me and, and yeah. throw your game off kind of deal, I guess is a better way to put it. But he was constantly trying to get away from him. Um, but then every time they exchanged, it was good level back and forth. They had good exchanges, reversals. Uh, they got out of these missions. Like, they knew each other so well. Their timing was right. perfect. Oh, like, bet. everything was I spot bet. on. Um the match was also elevated to another level that two of my favorite announcers of all time called it, J.R. and Tony Schiavone. The only thing that threw me off is it's, it, I guess, wasn't so back then, but it was weird to only hear, hear two face announcers call a match. Mm-hmm. I'm so not used to that this day yeah. and age. It's a little weird. But they were the only two guys. But, man, that brought back some sweet memories of those two early WCW gays calling matches and stuff. Right. Um... Eventually, Morton gets the upper hand on Gibson and works on his injured knee, which apparently is why it's taken so long for them to have their feud match, is because uh, Gibson's been out with an injured knee. Oh, so kind the way, of like Ciampa and Gargano. Yeah, but not, but like a month. Like, apparently they broke up in June, according to Tony uh-huh. and JR, and this is July, so it's okay. been a month since they broke up, so it's actually just to extend it out. Mm. To a different show or whatever. Right. Maybe he really was her. Maybe he was going on vacation. I don't fucking know. Right. Um, so the way he decides to go to his knee, his left knee, mm-hmm. um, it's always the left knee. Yeah. I learned that this weekend. Well, yeah, they got to be able to drive. I never, I didn't even think about it that way. It's just, it's a lot of time inside. Yeah, That's yeah. actually kind of a neat thing, because <laughs> they do. Right. Anyway, so the way he decides to go after his knees, he rips his tights open and exposes the knee brace, mm-hmm. and then just does the same things he was doing before he exposed the tights. <laughs> Stupid. That, it was the yeah. worst part of the whole match. It was the only dumb thing about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The match was great, man. Their back and forth was fantastic. Um, he... Leg up against the rail. You don't see that much anymore either. Nice. Where you drag him out almost like you're going to nut shot yeah. him in the corner. You just throw one of them up against the railing. That was great. Uh, you don't see much of that. So that's kind of setting up the win. Um, they go to the outside again, and they're out on the thing. And Alexander York comes all the way around and distracts the ref. So they're in the entryway here. And the ref's over here with her talking to her. Mm-hmm. She had this thing that looked like a, a speaking spell, but like... Painted and modified to look adult, adult like not mature, like X-rated <laughs> okay. adult, but like right. foreign adult, I know it, yeah. like uh, like a computer. Right. It was shit, but it was a computer. The announcers mm-hmm. called it a computer, and she had left it on the apron. And uh, Gibson um, was back in the ring, and he got distracted by York talking to the ref, and he turned around to catch the computer. They said to the back of the head, but in the replay, you see it clearly hits the shoulder, and Tony calls out it was a shoulder blade. One, two, three for the win. <coughs> Excuse nice. me. Awesome fucking match, dude. Nice. This this uh, epitomized early 90s. Like, this was a perfect early 90s singles match. Nice. Like, this is what you show people to explain early 90s wrestling, mm-hmm. not WWE wrestling. WCW in the early 90s. And nothing speaks more of that than the crowd, dude. Yeah. They're so southern WCW, what you'd expect. I know that's kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna but it's have true. To, I kind of want to go watch it. 
It was it was an enjoyable like, match. I think you would like it as much as you watched his match mm-hmm. with Bachwinkle. Honestly, yeah. it was on par with him, <clears> how you explained it. Uh, it was an enjoyable match. I said the only thing I didn't like was the whole ripping the pants off and doing the same thing. Yeah. We had him in a figure four for a while at one point too. I didn't mention mm-hmm. this, and then um, yeah, Morton had him in a figure four. Gibson was able to roll him over, which you know reverses the pressure, yeah. and then eventually broke it anyways. But yeah, nice. So that was cool. Um, and then the second match I watched was from WCW Monday Nitro on August 5th, 1996, which is right before WCW saw their big spike in ratings because of the NWO angle. Right. Um, and is heralded as one of the three best years in the history of WCW along with 97 and 98. Um, but this saw the... Uh, Rock and Roll Express, who were just fighting each other seven years ago in the previous match, uh, five years ago, sorry, taking back on... together. Ta- yes, by who are back together, taking <clears throat> on the Harlem Heat, who are the WCW Tag Team Champions. Nice. And this is for the WCW Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Rock and Roll Express come out first, Harlem I Heat comes I out second. I think I watched this match before. Oh. Like, like right. uh, before we went to Mania. Anyway, oh, okay. Go ahead. I vaguely recall it from when it actually happened. Okay. Um, not like in detail or anything. Mm-hmm. Harlem Heat is accompanied by Sensational Sherry, who was just known as Sherry here. Yeah. And Colonel Parker. Nice. Who, if you've listened to one of the later episodes <laughs> of uh, right. Resolution, looks like Colonel Sanders, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and is racist. Um, according to Dribs. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's um. Sure. <laughs> this is a Dis- this is when they're still at Disney MGM, so uh-huh. it's outside and it's still daylight for the match. So that's a little off putting because you don't see too yeah. many wrestling matches in daylight. You know where I like to see daylight wrestling matches? There's one type of arena, and that's a baseball stadium. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. No, and I don't know why. I wish that'd be fun in the summer. I, yeah, like yeah, good summer. Like they should. That's when. That's what I want them to do, like Great American Bash. Yeah, in a baseball w- stadium. Yeah, I want them to do, come to fucking Jacobs Field, or whatever they call it now. And yeah, I think it's still Jacobs Field, is honestly, it? I think so. Okay. I don't think that, no, it's, no, it's Progressive. Progressive Field, yeah. Come up to Progressive Field, you know, give us a Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock, Great American Bash. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay, so, you do it at SummerSlam this year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Okay. Everything's booked that says obvious. This is more obvious than Roman winning at Rumble or at Mania, which he didn't. But it's more right. obvious. Rollins is going to beat Lesnar for whatever reason. Yeah. Doesn't. Okay. Lesnar standing tall with Heyman in the ring. He won his championship. Uh-huh. Seth's walking to the back dejectedly, and there's a big open area of the baseball field where there's no stands or anything because people mm-hmm. couldn't see from there, you know? Right. That's just how it works at a baseball field. As part of it's going to yeah. be open because you can't see. Yeah. And no one's going to sit there. People are going to be pissed off. You don't want to piss people off. Right. Helicopter comes in. Fucking Hulk Hogan comes out, beats Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship, and that's how you return Hulk Hogan to the WWE. Brother. Oh, my God. Leg drop. Just fucking that one. That one was worth it. Yeah. That was totally worth it. Um <laughs> Honestly the match was blue. Yeah. Um Harlem Heat win retained the championship. Mm-hmm. It's not that the wrestling was good. It was good back and forth. Good hot tag. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everything you'd expect in a good tag team match, from especially from the 90s, you know, when mm-hmm. part of the greatest tag team wrestling of all time happened in the 90s, you know, late 80s, early 90s with Harlem Heat is yeah. a good example with Rock and Roll, the Midnight Express, Rockers, the fucking Natural Disasters, Legion of Doom, the Nasty Boys. I can go all day. Right. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of tag the, the camera work, mm-hmm. the daylight production it took away from the match so much it was yeah. like a five and a half minute match yeah. so they didn't have much time to do much i don't recommend it don't watch right. that one no um but what they did in the ring was yeah. good for the time that they had they did what they they did the best they could with the time they had on both ends mm-hmm. um i don't even remember how it finished it was so yeah uneventful i know both heaton or sherry and Car- colonel parker got involved but they both got knocked off the apron and uh okay yeah yeah 
Fair enough. Um, but your overall thoughts? It was fantastic. Ricky Morton is definitely. He needs to be higher on this list than he is. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I also am I going to be slightly disappointed if Gibson's higher. Because personally, watching both their singles match and their tag match that I watched, mm-hmm. I thought Morton was the better of the yeah. two. I mean, it could have been what they've done in their careers. He might have done, More. I don't know much about both their singles careers. I mean, I know enough about their tag team, but not Right, same part. here. That made, the, um, that made the singles match more enjoyable, too, that they had a good match, and that was contrary to what the Rick Steiner was when I watched his singles match. Right. That wasn't very good. Um, so speaking of, well, yeah, um, not speaking of anything, but number 96 next week. Yeah, before um, we close out, here's one who Mr. We, we already think that... <laughs> should not be 96, but right. we'll, time will tell next yeah, week, buds. Uh, Mr. Lex Luger. Yeah, the narcissist. The narcissist, the, uh, you know, tour bus driving. His career is so insane, riding. dude. Like, we get to be seeing early 90s Lex Luger, WCW mm-hmm. Lex Luger. We could be seeing the Narcissus Lex Luger. Right. We could be seeing the Lex Express Lex Luger. Yeah. We could be seeing Wolfpack Lex Luger. Who knows Who which knows? Lex Luger we're going to get. Yeah. I'm leaving Luger up to random chance for his match. Yeah. I he has such wanna... a career. I'm going to just type Lex Luger I into the network. If... I'm going to close my eyes and head, yeah. hold down on my D-pad. And after a while, I'm just going to let off. And yeah. the first singles match that I come across mm-hmm. from where my icon stops is the one I'm fucking watching. I wonder. I haven't looked into it. If What would be cool? That random match generator You could type thing? in a wrestler. You could just type in a wrestler. I was match. just saying yeah. the exact same thing. That'd be so good. Yeah. Um, but so that'll be next week. Uh, yeah. We'll bring you some Lex Luger. Yeah. Um, We're going to watch wrestling again, so you don't have to. Right. And then we'll uh, give you some news, rumors. Yeah. We'll talk about some other cool shit, and we'll continue on through the right. top 100. And then again, uh, you know, hit us up out there, guys. Give us a said if you want yeah. us to talk about something. Head and the last, on the Twitter last and little note I got before we go is stay tuned next week as well, because fingers crossed, hopefully... Uh, BJ and I will be announcing to you, Buds, our first guest here on Buds Watch Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we kind of talked about it briefly, and I'm gonna reach out to him uh, later this week and invite him on yeah. the podcast with Get us. Some people uh, and uh, be good times. See how that yeah. goes. So and we're also uh, talking about. Uh, we'll let you know some crossover episodes uh, yeah. today. Also, uh, with. Uh, some six trends possibly here coming up, hopefully. Yep. Get that rolling. Uh, so. And some, actually, we might be doing a, even a crossover with WrestleCation here soon. Yeah, too. maybe some WrestleCation. I mean, since some, pretty much every time we do Buds, all three of us are in the same room yeah, anyway. So, yeah, once we figure out how to get three people on this microphone deal. And, I think uh, that'll come in the next step when I get more microphones. Right. Because that's coming in the future, once right, I have so. the financials for it. So, right. Hey, thanks but for yeah. stopping out and listening, guys. Leave us a review, comments, likes, shares, hearts, thumbs ups, uh, all that fun stuff. Yeah, and until next time, uh, that's BJ over there. Ooh, that's Daryl over there. Peace out, bitches. See you. And you're not really bitches, guys. No, I just say buds. that because I don't know your names. Great buds. Buddy buds. Buds. Buddy buds. Bye.